Bueller, 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 Bueller. Good morning. Up and at him. It's that time. What time is it? Kentucky Roll Call. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. With Walker and Roush. We are to wild and crazy guys. Welcome into Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Roll Call Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. I'm Nick Roush. He is the Scooter Dingus, Justin Kalen. It is Thursday, September 30th, 2021. And on this day, three decades ago, a legend came into this world. It's my birthday today. Is it really? Yeah. Well, happy birthday. Yeah, body definitely falling apart. Nice. You yeah. you brought the donuts this morning, but I should have been bringing the donuts. It's it's like when you hit a hole-in-one, you know? That's Which, true. That's a yeah. very dumb rule. I know we've yeah. discussed this yeah. previously, but very dumb rule that you buy the drinks when you hit the hole-in-one. But no, I... Uh, you ever get like the knots around your shoulder blades, Justin? Oh, God, yeah. I mean, I have like seven, and they just are just getting... It's been a slow crescendo. I think it was just waiting for this day because, as you said, 30 is when your body starts to fall apart. That's right. So me and TJ should be off the hook now. Oh, yeah. yeah. I've been healthy as an ox since TJ turned 30. Now that you're turning 30, it should go back to him being healthy. And and he's not – exactly. He's not here today. He's still feeling a little under the weather. It's the last day of his sickness, hopefully. Yeah. So (laughs) he's just going to – he's going to pass it along to me – I, I don't think you ever watched How I Met Your Mother, did you? Uh, I've seen a few episodes. The, it, the show isn't the most memorable, but they had one. They called him The Blitz, and he was just the guy who, as soon as he left the room, all the good things would happen. So I feel like our you become 30, your body falls apart. That's our version of The Blitz, where you just pass it from one person to the next. Yeah. So, man, really got to avoid holes. Um uh, any sort of physical activity in the foreseeable future, because you have basketball on Sunday, though. I know it's our last week of the regular season. That's good that it's the last game. Yeah, yeah. The thing I'm very worried about too is we'll have a tournament. They better not be asking us to play more than one game in the <laughs> night. Like that's just that's just out of the question. For the young teams, it won't be a problem. The thing is too is our young teams are even like mid twenties now. Like they aren't even not young. Yeah, yeah. So, oh well, uh, we'll. Everything's slowly, slowly falling apart, rolling downhill. Um, but hey, we're here to have a good show today. We got kicked off the air for hour number two of yesterday's show unexpectedly. Uh, it was uh, you hate getting that text from the scoot saying, "Yeah, no power, no go." That was weird. It was really weird being in studio for that. It literally just went completely dark. It was the darkest I've ever seen the studio. And the funny part was. So Douglas immediately went into action mode, how do we fix this type right. situation. He's done this before. Absolutely. He, he's Mr. Let's put out some fire. So he goes to the front door to get a little light from the outside, you know, so he can see his notes right, to right. call Duke. In, and get intern cat in. So get intern I, cat on the I walk over there with him, and there were like four cars pulling into our section of the driveway, turning around and leaving. And so hmm. I asked Douglas, I was like, what? What in the heck is going on? He just looks at me. He goes, 
panic <laughs> because it was the whole neighborhood that was oh, out. Oh, that's funny. I was dying. That's funny. Oh man, that's really funny. I uh, <laughs> panic. Uh, well, and then this morning I pulled up and the light on the corner was turned off. Mm. It was just stop signs. I, that that had me concerned as well. I was like, oh God, did we really not get power back? That would have been unfortunate. And we've had the power knocked out. It's now two times in the last, what, three, four months. Mm-hmm. And this is, what made this even peculiar, more peculiar is he went to break planning on dramatically reading. Yeah. Louisville man. Hmm. It's definitely suspicious. Hmm. And I love the people, not only just us, but the other people that are online that piece together it, it as hmm. well. Yeah, just... Hmm. It's definitely curious. You know, we could still read <laughs> the Wolfle Man. Don't so, say it. Here we go. Here goes the power. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing. Uh, we we do have some, some UK sports news to get to. Uh, there's a big Thursday night football to game tonight. Good God. I know everyone's excited to watch. Um, <laughs> I'm so over Thursday night football. See, here's the thing, though, Justin. I would never watch these games if they weren't on Thursday oh, night. Oh, God, no. Like, Bengals. And Jags? And Jags. Never. They they teased us with the first one of the year, gave us Bucks-Cowboys, which is was an awesome game. And then now, for the rest of the year, we're just going to get these ridiculously terrible which like i you know but i still watch i I like thursday nights carolina houston cincinnati and jacksonville oh cincinnati might just run up the score on too cincinnati i think they're pretty good yeah i think it was seven and a half yeah and you know i feel obligated to bet it each week because i know i'm going to end up watching it it's just as well they've got they've got me they've got me hooked you know what i'm big on here lately especially with the thursday night games that i don't care about first touchdown score that's a a fun bet well prop action yeah i will say if you're to to bet just straight up betting touchdowns versus actual production like receiving yards or rushing yards much more risky Mm -hmm. because touchdowns can be pretty random you know you could have a guy bust a 60-yarder, or he carries your team all the way down to the two-yard line, and they put somebody else in, and he runs That's the always the worst. You know? or, or Tom Brady throws the touchdown pass to Rob Gronkowski, you know, and just... I had a buddy on Monday who had CeeDee Lamb for first touchdown for the Cowboys. They were 41 yards away from the end zone. It was a 40-yard pass. Got caught at the one-yard line. It's tough. He, he was ticked. It's tough. It's tough. Yeah, seven and a half for the Bengals. Okay, okay. Just like it's tough to be a Louisville man. And Justin, I have not read this since it's been years. Are we really going to read it? So, you know, TJ sent it to me because here's the thing. The sheriff tried to take it down offline. He tried to scrub it from the internet. But thanks to a savvy sports talker, we actually have the complete... Rules of being a Louisville man. You think you can pull up some dramatic music for us? Uh, yeah. What you thinking? I don't. I don't know. Maybe like the Full House background, like when Danny Tanner's looking in his daughter's eyes. Steph, you know, sometimes that we've just got to be, we've got to be better as people, because that's what being a Louisville man is all about, right? It's about being a good person, being a good human, and the sheriff. I don't know. He may or may not have stepped in it a couple of times. He might be contradicting himself. I don't know. We will see. 
So here it is. What it means to be a Louisville man or a Louisville woman by the UofL Sheriff. We've all heard it before. What it means to be a Louisville man or a Louisville woman. It's a source of pride. A Louisville man does the right thing. He's honest. He does what he needs to. He loves his family. He takes pride in his work. He attempts to make himself better every day. A Louisville man has integrity. He displays his ethics. He is honorable. I mean, he displays his ethics, Justin. What the? Wait, 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 how are you? He displays his ethics? That's not, that's not, people don't talk like, what do you? Gotta what? display those ethics. <laughs> it sounds like, uh, what'd you do last weekend? Man, I really went out and displayed my ethics. <laughs> Goodness. A Louisville man is not perfect, but he strives to be. Also, being a Louisville man means that when you mess up, you pay up. Oh, when you mess up, you pay up. That's good. That's good. Louisville's fan base is not win at all costs. In fact, we are quite patient as a group. Oh, my gosh. They were, were they firing Satterfield over the first week? <laughs> oh, man. Another quality of a Louisville man we don't live in a microwave society. Oh. As a class of 2004 University of Louisville College of Business graduate, I take great amount of pride in my school. Like many of you, I've spent a great deal of time, effort, and energy following Cardinal Athletics and supporting the school's efforts to become one of the nation's preeminent universities. And as an alumnus, we don't deserve this. But sometimes, bad things happen. People make bad decisions. People we love sometimes disappoint us. But we aren't Louisville men without forgiveness and the ability to evolve and learn. We've been here since 1798 and God willing we'll be here another 217 years. Better than ever. This is our school. But people work here? <laughs> I, I, I'm just, I have no idea where this is going. It just, <laughs> <laughs> the University of Louisville's leadership is chosen by us, and we've selected the best. James Ramsey and Tom Church. <laughs> I'm sorry, I couldn't say that part with a straight face. Oh, man. Woo! Neither are Cardinals by birthright or by diploma, but they've built the foundation of success at the... Louisville alumni community at large have enjoyed at over the last 13 to 18 years. They are Louisville men now as they ever were. Rick Pitino coined the term one day contract with an emphasis on making every day count, even bad days. It's important to remain steadfast together and with eyes forward on how to make things better because that is what a Louisville man does. A Louisville man does not turn his back on other Louisville men in hardship. But there are certainly times when someone can lose the honor of distinction. But until that time, we remain together. Who better than to lead Louisville now than Rick Pitino? A man who knows precisely how to rise from the ashes burned by either of his own hand or by the hand of others. A Louisville man. 
As for the piling on, this is a tough time for U of L news outlets, radio shows, magazines, bloggers, and rival fans will take full opportunity to use this time to take their shots. Justified or for sport, it's important as a Louisville man to not reduce ourselves to the lowest common denominator or to become reactionary in a microwave, headline-driven society. The University of Louisville has come through a great many of challenges and the principles remain the same as ever. Louisville men pay their debts, take their medicine, and move forward with honesty, pride, and character. Louisville Athletics, we're focused on ourselves, and we're still miles ahead. Louisville first, cards forever. Whew. Man, wow. that's bad. That was even better than I remembered. That's bad. Especially all this stuff about honesty and integrity and admitting when well, you're wrong. So what was his driving factor to put this out? I believe this was written around, uh, I don't know if it was pre-Katina Pal or after Katina Pal. There's so many scandals, Justin, it's hard to know <laughs> what this was a reaction to. But this was a reaction to a scandal. And like saying, actually, all of our guys that are good-for-nothing cheaters that were specifically named in this quote-unquote article, actually, you know, they stink. Actually, they're not bad at all. That's what he's trying to say. They're not bad. They're not actually that bad. Man, but that was... <laughs> it was appropriate. It's good to bring it up when there's, a, you know, some other big stink. Good to just a good little reminder for the folks over there. By the way, some are saying that Deputy Doofus is still in on it um, because the stream is down. So for what? It's worth. Oh wow, the stream is down. Stream is down. Oh, no. it, I mean, it has been the whole show, but that's bad. Yeah. Well, it's his fault. At least we can get it on podcast. At least we can get it on podcast because I actually did have somebody reach out to me as well too. So sorry, Tyler. And everybody else who is trying to stream the show, man, we cannot get out of our own technological way today, but we will get back on course. It's, this happened the last time we lost power. The stream took a day or two to get back up on. Um, not sure what the deal is. I tried to reset it before we went on. Just no luck. Hmm. Real shame. Real shame. Um, it, it's. I, I, I don't want to let the, the, the sheriff linger on our minds too much longer. But I did just need to briefly bring up that Tim Sullivan. I don't, Justin. You, you know Tim Sullivan? What? Is he right for the Courier? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. He's he's about as old a Big J, old school as it gets. Yep. Uh, been doing it for years, and he's uh, he's always struck me as a guy with he's the Big J with good intentions, but just will completely just do whatever his sources tell him to. So like, I think it was either Ramsey or Jurich, one, one of those Louisville men was a big-time Tim Sullivan source back in the day. So he would kind of just do, like, he would follow their lead. If they said, hey, there's something over here, you should go investigate it, then he's going to investigate it. He's doing that again, but with the, the guys that – did not have a grand jury bring down charges. Uh, I, 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 his tweet was something along the lines of, um, I can pull it up, 
But he, uh, he essentially said, uh, yeah, so uh, another attorney had told, or his original thing was the Commonwealth's attorney declined to discuss uh, the grand jury declining to indict six players. If a prosecutor can get a grand jury to indict a hand sandwich, he was quoting somebody, and federal prosecutors indict 99% of the time, makes you wonder what happened here. And just kind of leaving that open-ended, somebody replies and says, under, you know, basically said, don't be an idiot, Tim, but like gave him good reason. Another attorney told me he expected no indictment because Lexington generally protects UK athlete. Too cynical? I don't know. Just leaving it open-ended out there, which is just, like, that's just silly. Like, Tim, you're better than this. You're much better than this. So... You think he was sent? No, he was definitely sent. Like, he, he admitted that some attorney told him that, so now he's being Mr. Skeptical. So, but, like, in reality... uh uh, th- this was uh, revealed by my ex-boss, uh, former ex-boss. Apparently, Kentucky's a state where you don't have to be a prosecutor to bring up charges that would go to a grand jury. A police officer can. Hmm. And apparently, one police officer was pretty gung-ho on this happening. Must be a Louisville fan. Or a parent, or knew a parent of one of the kids who was very upset. Which is really, uh, really a shame, because those kids... Not just the, uh, you know, missing some games, fine. You know, that that's not the big deal. The big deal is how this is going to affect him down the road. And, mm-hmm. like, you know, maybe uh, maybe some of them can make enough headlines on the field to have that buried by Google, but... Not if you're expecting them on the kickoff teams. Yeah, and, I mean, they all were pretty well thought of recruits and can get there eventually, but, like, just the odds of... You know, all of them being impact playmakers and being stars, very slim. Especially like RJ Abs, offensive lineman. You know, you got to be. Luke Fortner gets a lot of articles. We weren't writing about Luke Fortner his first year as starter. You know, like it takes a while to make some headlines for those guys. So um, that's where I, I feel for some of those. And hopefully, it wasn't just one person with a vendetta that brought along those charges. Um, but I, I will uh, to to kind of switch gears and get off it because we spent too much time on it. There is some some good news to share, Justin, that I didn't know. Let's hear it. Did you know at Salsaritas, they give you a free burrito on your birthday? I'm glad I've got a donut right here beside me because I am about to be starving. Yes. I did not know that. Yes. That's pretty awesome. That I mean, if, just when you thought Salsaritas couldn't be any better, they're giving you food for your birthday. So I'm going to be checking out Salsaritas today. Wow. Um, just download the app. They ask you for your birthday just so you can get food. That's it. Their rewards system is incredible. Uh, you refer a friend, they get salsaritas, you get salsaritas. It's a win, win, win with those wildly addictive chips. You can get them at either one of their two locations. They've got one in Middletown, and they've got one on Hubbard's Lane in St. Matthews. They're also hiring if you're looking for a job. But salsaritas, it's it's the best. And I, I, I just when I thought I couldn't say enough thing, nice things about them, they just go and give me a free burrito on my birthday. Yeah, that's awesome. Wonder if you can do it uh, in bowl form. Probably, probably. I wouldn't but, see why not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can get all kinds of freebies on your birthday. Have you like looked around what you can yeah, go get? You can go to a Mexican restaurant, get you a shot of tequila. Ooh, you can yeah. go. You can go to any restaurant and get you a dessert. Yeah. 
The okay. possibilities are endless. So along with my salsaritas, I'm going to do that for lunch. What would be the ideal place for like the, um, like well, let's just think chain restaurants, ideal birthday celebration. Ooh, roosters. What do you get? But like, where, what's the thing that they give you there, though? Do you do we know? Like, oh, I don't know if they give you. Anything. That's what I'm saying. I just though. love roosters. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm just talking about like, because at Texas Roadhouse, you get to sit on the saddle and go yeehaw. Yeah. At Hooters, you have to take the menus and flap them like chicken wings. Yeah, yeah, they do the the front my, side. My go to on my birthday is always Mexican. Because you get the shot of tequila, you get the whatever dessert they bring you, the ice cream and like the cinnamon shell. Yeah. Mm. Mm. I'm a big fan too. It might be chill. But any of the places that do the ice cream scoop with the cookie in a skillet. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's oh, uh, yeah. That's just a – I think it's just the, the skillet just looks cool. Like it you're does. like, this is all for me. Yeah. So I actually had uh, some cupcakes last night. Carrot cake cupcakes. Big fan of carrot cake. That's okay. a very that's like an old man kind of Do you know the way to eat a proper way to eat a cupcake? Do you do the thing where you put the icing upside down or whatever? Or you scoop the icing off and eat it? No, you gotta take the bottom half of the cupcake and oh. put it on top where it's like a sandwich. So it's like an Oreo. Yeah, it's awesome. That's a good I, I a buddy taught me that probably about two years ago and I have not eaten a cupcake a different way since. So I had a, a friend in college, she worked at uh, the, the big chain fancy foo-foo cupcake place where it's like five bucks a cupcake or whatever. Jeez. Very good. There, they put so much icing on. What we would do is we would take the cupcake out, put the icing in the uh, the like shell part, and basically treat it like a nacho and dip the cupcake in the icing and scoop it out. Okay. So that was, that was fun. Fun sugary start to our morning. <laughs> so definitely going to have some more. Definitely going to... Enjoy my time at Churchill Downs tonight. But we've got some more UK news to get to. We've got tip-off times for a few important Kentucky basketball games. The Florida game is just on the horizon. We got some updates last night from the defense. And much more coming right around the corner, right here on Kentucky Roll Call. He's the Scooter Dingus. I'm Nick Roush. We'll be right back. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call. You don't like Girl Scout cookies. Girl Scout cookies just aren't that good. You don't like gravy. That We'll throw that in the sauce liquid category. And you eat like a five-year-old with multiple allergies. <laughs> Spot the lie. Spot the lie. I don't see one. Neither do I. TJ Walker eats like a five-year-old with allergies. <laughs> Poor kid. He's out today. Hopefully he's getting to feeling better. He's also got... Baby could be coming any any day now. Scary. Any day now. I would welcome Baby Walker to September 30th. Join the crew. But this baby was meant for spooky season. Yeah. He's he's a big Halloween guy. Yeah. So um They'll be watching Hocus Pocus and it'll it'll make its appearance. So we'll we're we're waiting on bated breath, hoping everything goes well in that department. 
Um, so you might be hearing more of me and Scoots and random folks around. Sorry. Because um, Scoots is out next week. I am. So this could be, we, we might get a little Trevor Kelsey. What a what a terrible time to take a vacation. Maybe, maybe some Adam Luckett, uh, you know, maybe some Jack Pilgrim, maybe some Big Blue Drew. Who knows? We're playing it by ear. We're rolling with the punches. Baby season's unpredictable. Yeah, very unpredictable. Speaking of baby season, shouldn't you be having another one soon? Oh, so that's where we are now. Yeah. You said you wanted five. I mean, you're 30. You better get on it if you want four more. Okay, I didn't say I wanted five. You, I, I would say five. that I would definitely stop at five. <laughs> that's that's when I know my definitive stop point would be, but I don't know, you know, up until that point. It's, it's about that time. Duke's what, 18 months? Yeah, give or take. Yeah. yeah. He, uh, man, kid's a hoot. Kids are <laughs> He seems funny. Yeah, he's a lot of fun. Um, back to sports, though, because this is a sports show, so we should talk sports, and we should get sports. to your texts on the Thornton's text line. We have two, two days of text. 502-414-1450. So who knows where that Thornton's text line is going to go, but you send him, we read him, we talk about him. Uh, I want to bring up quickly a couple basketball stories. College basketball practice began yesterday, and – I, I don't know what the talk is around Hoosierland with the three head coaches, but I do know that Kentucky fans are pretty excited about their team. C.J. Frederick is able to he, – he had that offseason procedure, uh, again, that I don't think the folks are too happy over uh, with Ryan Lemon because Ryan Lemon let that out. But he is uh, – he's back. He should be available to practice at the start of the season – I don't think it's going to be a Keon Brooks situation where it's, is he going to play? Is he not going to play? Like uh, that, that was very odd last year. So having everybody healthy is significant. It's important. Uh, they're back at practice. Uh, and they also know when they're playing some of their biggest games of the season. We had the tip-off time for SEC Big 12 Challenge announced. Of course, Kentucky, Kansas get the 6 p.m. Saturday tip-off. The thing that's disappointing, though, and hey, you know, I'm going to beat this drum from now until forever, and I'm not going to get all hot and bothered about it today because I think I did that over the summer. Is Kentucky's playing Louisville on a Wednesday night at 6 p.m. <laughs> like what in the god? Like what? What is that TV time? You know why it is, Justin? Why is that? So it can lead into primetime Armed Forces Bowl Classic because that's more important for ESPN, and that's where the Kentucky Louisville rivalry game is. Playing second fiddle to Army versus some team from the Mountain West in a bowl game. I get it. College football bowl season draws a lot of ratings. Well, you know what, athletic directors, take it the hell out of there. I'm, I'm move this game. Kentucky Louisville also picks up ratings. It is such. It does. I mean, it does. This is just. Uh, it's the worst time. It's normally on Saturday, right? If it's on CBS, so if like if it's in Lexington, CBS will pick it up. So it's not on CBS. No, ESPN. When it's at Louisville, it's on ESPN. Really, yeah. that's always the case. Yep, pretty much. And they they started this trend back in the Bam Out of Bio year that Louisville fans will just that they'll tell you all about Quentin Snyder's crossover. <laughs> it's one thing they can say from the last decade about this rivalry. I didn't realize that. I thought they were always on CBS. And now, they should be. Well, and I, you know, it used to be the case, but uh, especially when Louisville was Conference USA, CBS had those rights too. But yeah. uh, if I'm like ABC or Fox or somebody, I'm clamoring to get those Louisville home games as opposed to ESPN. 
Yeah, but uh, you know, ESPN's got the ACC network and all mm-hmm. that sort of stuff. Um, so that that's what prevents it from happening. But it's, I mean, at least people were able to get off work, and it's not like that one year where it was the Shea Gilgis Alexander year, where I think it was on like a Friday afternoon at three or something like that because of the way the holidays fell. That sucked. This one, at least, you know, you get off work, you get to enjoy it. It's just Wednesday night at 6. And it's not even, like, it's two days before Christmas Eve. Like, you're not even, I I don't know. It just, there's no no rhyme or reason to it. And we just got to suck it up and deal with it. Because college basketball is second fiddle to college football. Not even close. And... The, the powers that be at Kentucky and Louisville aren't willing to make some sacrifices to put this game at a time when people care about it. More people are going to watch Kentucky at Kansas than they will watch Kentucky at Louisville. It's just a fact. Even though Louisville's the largest college basketball TV market out there, is that true? The, the way this is set up, Louisville, mm-hmm. more people watch the NCAA tournament in Louisville than any other really? TV market. Yeah. And uh, they also will be, whenever you see ratings for like NBA Finals and stuff like that, or uh, any non-basketball thing, you'll look outside of the cities, like the cities where the teams are playing in, and the next one up is Louisville. That's interesting. People watch the hell out of their basketball here, but ESPN doesn't care. They've got a, they've got a bowl game to show. And that's going to be the case until these people, Mitch Barnhart, um, I don't know. Dwayne Peavy's out, so who's 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 would, Cal's guy now? But, would you been okay with a later start, or you just don't want the Wednesday in general? So Wednesday at six. I mean, Wednesday at seven is at least like a normal. Mm-hmm. I mean, selfishly from a big J, you know, we like to get our games over with. But I just the thing that just kills me, Justin, is this is a game you you go meet with friends and you make a day out of it. Mm-hmm. You're not making a Wednesday out of it, you know. Blacky like, Wednesday. I guess. Just call off work, turn it into a whole day. Yeah, but that, that's like that, it's asking a lot during the holidays. And the it's, it's not even it's not even in between the Christmas and New Year's, you know, like because a lot of people are off during that time. Mm-hmm. But nope, it's about as worst time as you could put it. So thanks everybody. You all can suck it. <laughs> you all can suck it. All right, I want to get to the Thornton's text line because we have a lot. There is a there. lot. And I'm sure there's some people that are upset with us. I'm sure there's also some technical difficulties. Starts with a TC. Okay. I got to do a lot of scrolling, though. You want me to read this one? Yeah, go ahead and read that one. TC from Lexington here, boys. Hey, TC. TG, or TG. TJ, that to be fair has to come from Letter Kenny, right? Pitter patter. Have you ever watched that show, Letter Kenny? I have not. I've heard good things about it. I've heard good things about it. I have as well. But. You know, there's a lot of things I've heard good stuff about, and I just haven't gotten to. The, the instead of watching that, I ended up watching some of that uh, that murder mystery show with Steve Martin and uh, Martin Short and Selena Gomez. I watched a few episodes; pretty good. Mm. Which, by the way, uh, Martin Short, he, whenever I wake up in the morning, if Duke is up with me, at 6 a.m. on PBS, they have a Cat in the Hat show. And Martin Short voices the cat. And every time I see the cat in the hat now, I like Martin Short is the cat in the hat. Cat in the hat show. But he should, like, his voice should perpetually be the cat in the hat, you know? Mm-hmm. 
It's a nice goofy voice. You know, like it's just like that's how the cat in the hat should be. Just rhyming and whimsical. <laughs> oh man. I actually read that book to my son last night and didn't realize the biggest lesson is like, oh, you got away with getting into trouble, but would you fess up and tell your parents or not? They haven't taken away Dr. Seuss books yet. Only a few, but it's like the one that people get all mad when they see the headlines. But like there was, there was, when you see the pictures of some of them, it's like, huh. It's like, that's a little, huh. Yeah. So maybe I, the, the part that I didn't get is why don't you just, can you not just change the picture to not be so, can we not just switch up the words a little here to can not we, be so racist? Can we go back to the mid 90s where nobody gave a crap? Man, we, we really were the last generation Jeez, of not giving a crap. We also were the last generation of just like, let's shove fast food down our kids' gullets. That's why we turned out so good. All those McDonald's toys. <laughs> uh, a texter says, just hearing your reaction to square shoves, here's why I think you guys are completely wrong. He clearly shoves the coach after stopping his momentum. All right, first off, he's not a coach. Second, he's equipment manager. They're like the same age. They're pals. They talk in the locker room. That's how it works. But here's the worst part for me. He shoves the coach and turns around and walks away without helping him up. Not my bad. I had no sign of remorse or whatsoever in the moment. Hate to say it, but every UK radio personality I've heard sounds as bad or worse than the Louisville media folks we generally crush for looking the other way. Not saying he should be suspended. Just saying the UK media reaction has been disappointing. No, Texter, that's disappointing because you like. I can actually get behind that text. Well, here's the thing. It's one thing to be dismissive of things that matter, and this doesn't matter. That's true as like, well. Like, like the, the the if the guy was upset, if he was mad about it, then he would have raised a big stink. Mm-hmm. Be clear, he was not. And here's the thing. Like, I know that this isn't this isn't like the water boy. It's it's the coach's kid who's on there. Like, these are equipment managers who are paid to do their job there, and who are friends with these players. I had. Uh, a, a, a whole family of guys that I went to high school with that were on the UK equipment managing staff. And hell, they they got jobs elsewhere now. They're on different teams, but they're still buddies with those guys that they were around with every day in practice. They're as much a part of the team as everybody else. And just because Square gave him a shot doesn't mean like I I, I mean I'm 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 definitely speaking out of turn because I don't know exactly. What he's thinking, his words were, it's a football sideline, things happen. But if it's me, I'm actually kind of, I kind of enjoy it. It's like when they throw the ball to the sidelines and you catch it randomly. Like, he got to be part of the action. Tink said that, it's a football sideline, things happen? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he don't I, th- I thought that came from Square. I was like, uh, oh, yeah, that no. should not happen. But, I mean, that, the texter brings up good points. He he knew what he was doing. He he did shove him. Why he didn't stick around and extend out a hand and help him up, I have no idea. Right, right. That seems like a normal human thing to do in that situation, especially but, if he's on your sideline. I mean, I understand going over to the other sideline, pushing one of their guys and not helping him up, but it's it's your guy. I would also remind you, too, that uh, football, like it, that's a regular thing to do. But, like, we also encourage people to not be good sports in football. This is true. <laughs> you know? and, and But with a, your sideline, I think it's different. Right, right, right. Uh, as but, Tom but, Allen would say, love each other. There's uh, It was kind of interesting hearing Josh Pascal talk about it, and he couldn't even really explain it. But I feel like him and Square are in the same boat where they're both, like, 
some of the nicest kids you could ever talk to. And but for whenever that switch is flipped, there's some mean, nasty MFing dudes. I mean, they they did I I I I don't get it because even when I like I I just I don't. That is a, some kind of switch that they're flipping, and more power to them, man. More power to them. Um, it's impressive. It's impressive yeah. because you have to have that nastiness. You have to have that sort of mean mentality, and. That's actually going to lead me to, Justin, TJ's out. We're not doing the Daily Double today. We're going to take a break. What? Yeah. Are we going to hit all our breaks? This is big. It it could be. This is big. We're going to take a break. But speaking of just, you know, what's going on between the ears, that kind of nastiness, that mentality, Brendan Bates, that guy's a dude. I, I, I just want to share some of what he had to say earlier on this week. When we come back to Kentucky Roll Call, I'm Nick Roush. He's Justin Kale and the Scooter Dingus. We'll be right back, right here on Big X Sports Radio. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call. I've never seen you so mental over a girl before. You get a marrier? Garth, marriage is punishment for shoplifting in some countries. Select the mic smoke. Now I slam it when I'm done and make sure it's broke. When I'm going, no one gets on. Cause I won't let nobody press up and mess up. Eric B and Rakim getting us going today on a Wednesday morning. You're going to see some updates throughout the day because Mark Emmert is testifying before Congress today. What could go wrong? <laughs> Where do you want to start? President of the National Labor Board's Union now calls student-athletes, employees. Big deal. Big deal yesterday. Shaking your head, Scoots. You don't like that, do you? I don't like that, no. I mean, they are. They always have been employees. No question about but it. But you just don't like the change? I <laughs> Semantics, too much for you? I, I don't like anything that's going on in college athletics now. I, I mean, I don't, I don't understand what was so wrong with it before that we had to make all these sweeping changes. Well, it was the, you know, very few profiting off the work of many. I get so it. It's, but, I mean, it's that's inequality. Ha- that's it's like what's wrong with our country okay, right now. Exactly. So if we're doing that in college athletics, can we do that in our nation? No. Like you got to start somewhere, though, right? So we might as well start with college athletics. I guess. Yeah. Disperse the wealth. I, I appreciate your curmudgeonliness. Yeah. I hate it. I hate it. And it's, it's not only because I hate change, because I do hate change. I, I grew up Catholic. We sat in the same seat every week at church. You know how it goes. Uh, you don't like change, and, and this is a big one for me, and it's it's still taking some getting used to, to be honest. Yeah. But you know what? You'll get there. and you Maybe. Know. I, I won't have a choice at some point. Right, right. But, and you'll also realize like these kids making some money really plays. Does, like, how does it affect me? It doesn't. It actually should probably help Indiana basketball more than anything because, like, dude, Indiana basketball. I mean, it, it, it should make a killing. And watch if, out is all I'm saying. Watch out. Oh, watch out. Three head coaches. Not not coming for you all specifically right away, but we're coming. Like a guy like Trace Jackson Davis, dude, should be making like all, like your in state recruiting should go up yeah. sevenfold. 
He's a uh, Andy Katz, I believe it was, had him as a top five returning player, which he should be. Yeah, but like you should like this so much. Oh, I do. But you're just being no, a stubborn ass. No, I don't like it. I mean, partly because I haven't heard any deals. I don't. I don't know if. I mean, I'm sure there's several basketball players that have deals, but I haven't heard of any. Well, it's that makes also, it more interesting for me, to be honest with you. Here's the thing, too, Justin. There will be more once they start playing. Yeah, and we've true. we've seen that with Kentucky football, like. Takes a little while to get going, but once you see the proof of concept out there, your businesses are a little bit more willing to see. Is as much as I am against it, for me, it becomes a lot more interesting if I'm able to see figures on it. Like if I see Trace Jackson Davis doing a, a podcast a week and he's getting ten grand a month or whatever, like that—that's the stuff that interests me from this standpoint of the mill. Like yeah, I, I want to see the figures. Well, the thing is, though, is you're probably not going to see many of them. I know, and that sucks. Yeah, but I, I'm sure that they're much more modest than you would imagine. Well, so if they're employees well, of the university, that makes them state employees, so we should be able to see their financial records, right? Or yeah. Their, or their that's, salaries. That's the part and, I, that I don't – yeah. <laughs> like I, the, that, the thing with the National Relations Board or National Labor Board, that, that, that part is a little bit out of my wheelhouse. But at least know for now, like that—that's one thing. They're only going to share numbers that they want to share, yeah. and I don't think we're going to hear that much. Like I have no idea what those kids made on that player's first thing, but it was probably a couple grand a piece, maybe. Like not like huge, but good money. And I think that's going to be the case for a lot of yeah, these. Yeah, see, I'm I'm just curious about the numbers behind the scenes. Yeah. I well, wish I wish we got more of that. Well, here I've got something for you, Justin. That's going to appease your old man, old school mentality. We're going back. We are going back because uh, Brennan Bates actually spoke with the media earlier this week, and the Kentucky tight end did not anticipate him to be this animated, this charismatic, uh, but he showed up as a pass-catching, like, 220-pound soaking wet kind of tight end. Got to, huge. Got to campus, and I mean, yeah, now, now he's like everybody at 250, 260. He's a blocking bruiser, and he's one of those guys who, who had to learn to get nasty. There were practices. I remember Vince Merrill just busting his balls for, I mean, just relentless. They teach you that at Cincinnati Mola. They didn't teach you that at Cincinnati Mola High School. Like, I mean, just riding him because he couldn't block. And now, I mean, he scored his first touchdown this year, but he's almost more proud of what he's able to do in the trenches and it all starts in between the ears. Yeah, I mean, you got to be, you have to have a different mentality in the trenches. Um, you know, especially a guy like me, but my high school, I was more of a receiving tight end when I came here, put on some pounds and um, showed Mara that I'm very physical and I had to get completely change my mentality. And that's what we kind of did to Isaiah Cummins. And if, if you watch this film or see what he did, I mean, dude, dude was wrecking some people. And, um, I'm really proud of him to see, you know, how far he's come. I mean, dude was a wide receiver, uh, you know, a couple months ago, and now he's kicking some big dudes out, defensive ends, backers, and um, yeah, to play in the trenches, to be a tight end, you gotta be mentally, you know, strong, and gotta have a different mentality to go knock some dudes' heads. Yeah, you know, I just focus on doing like what's my role and to, to win my reps, and you know, just focus on. Um, yourself just to in your your assignment to help the team and that's what I focus on. I don't care about the hype, I just care about winning and what's best for the team. So, you know, if they want me to run through a dude's head, like I'll do that. If they want me to, you know, sell a decoy route so we can get, you know, why why no, why don't want to post, I'll do that. Like I'll do anything to help the team. And I think that's what, you know, everyone has that kind of mentality to do whatever for the team, especially in the tight end room. 
I love the run through a dude's oh, yeah. head. But how, how fun are those? I, just keep it playing yeah. a little oh, bit because this exciting. is this is uh, part fun. I just wish uh, you know, wish Keen was here so we got a four. You know, <laughs> <laughs> he turns his meathead voice on. I love I love running out there. I'm running out there. I'm like thirteen. 13, run out there feeling big, look to my left, I see Isaiah, I'm like, all right, I see, you know, big rig, and we just run in there, a big group of dudes running oh, there, it's man. an awesome feeling, and, you know. Uh, well, that, that um, was Brendan Bates, he, uh, but he's got that old school kind of meathead mentality that you, you need from guys like that, mm -hmm. you need guys who are physical up front, and some other comments he had, he's about as confident as anybody that they're going to take it to Florida, and I think as bad as Kentucky looked against Chattanooga, it's because they didn't have that edge in the trenches. They did not have that right mindset, that right mentality that we're going to go kick your ass for 60 minutes. They didn't need to. Exactly. They got in their own heads, and they, they didn't have that edge. They rediscovered it at South Carolina, and they've added on to it because now it's this us-against-the-world mentality. And the way he even put it, too, he's like, the way that Florida looks at us, they don't see us. They see us as the same old Kentucky. And no, not today. We're done with that. We're going to go beat him up in the trenches. We're going to go dominate. And here's the thing, Justin. Florida, they, ha they have some guys up there. Mm -hmm. South Carolina had some guys too. On the back end of Florida, it's not that great. Adam Luckett's going to talk about it more tomorrow on tomorrow's show. But if you can take care of business up front, that's might be like that's that's the biggest matchup of the day. If Kentucky can win that matchup, their big blue wall versus Florida defense and can successfully run the ball. They can win this game. I feel like the the line play is the key to every game. Am I wrong? Uh, I mean, you can almost say that in about turnovers, but there it, are it, there are games though where you can at least expect other like like this could, like in addition to the, it, this being a big game for the line, like this could be a huge game for Wando Robinson mm -hmm. too. Um, but I mean, I mean, you're not incredibly wrong. Like for Kentucky to be good, their guys in the trenches have to be really good. It just seems like every game Kentucky's played so far this year, it's trenches, trenches, trenches. That's that's the common word. Yeah, yeah, and. Uh, something Brad White said yesterday too on the other side of the ball. He 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 compared it to playing a military academy. Florida's going to do what Florida's going to do. They they're a really good running team. You can have all of your fits right, and then Emory Jones or Anthony Richardson or one of their running backs they can make a play and turn that good defense into a ten yard gain. So you're going to have to take your medicine to some extent, but the key is just making sure that those big plays are still aren't huge plays that are devastating. Can't hear that without the, thinking of that song. What's take your old medicine. <laughs> <laughs> You've said it twice today, and each time it's played in my head. Man, <laughs> shout out to the Morning Madness. That's right. <laughs> Scoots' first big sports radio show. Good old days. Yeah. <laughs> you know where I actually do need to go today? and This, this isn't like a... No, I really need to go here because I'm playing golf tomorrow, and I have not, I have not swung like I've swung my new golf clubs, but I haven't really gotten after it with them. Need to go to the Bobby Cook Golf you Academy agree. after the show. You yeah. do, yeah. Because if not, I might come out there and just waste like four holes. Absolutely waste them. Just four holes. Hey, <laughs> you, suck it, buddy. Suck it. 
But the Bobby Cook Golf Academy, you've heard us talk about it time and time again. It's one of the nicest places in the region for golfer of any age. I mean, whether you want to go there just to work on your game like I need to on one of his three indoor simulators, uh, you can do that there. You can also get lessons from Bobby, or you can just play around inside. You know, rain or shine, you're good all the time. At Bobby Cook Golf Academy, located on exit four, right off I-65 in southern Indiana. It's a convenient drive from anywhere in Kentucky, Hannah. And, yeah, I really need to go there. Give him a call at 812-913-4415. I'm going to call him when we get off there and be like, hey, Bobby, you got you got an opening right now? Because I really need to hit, hit, hit some balls for 30 minutes or so. Yeah, you better. Yeah. You, uh, you do not want to go to Chariot Run and chop it up. No, no. That is not the place you want to be spraying and praying. Yeah, and like I, I've hit the wiffle balls a little bit, but you can't, you can't tell anything. No, you know, it feels good, but does it look good? Who knows? So I'll be heading out to Bobby Cook Golf Academy today, and we'll be heading to a break. When we come back, we're going to get more into the Thornton's text line. Sign up for your refreshing rewards card today. Text into the show at five zero two four one four fourteen fifty, and don't go anywhere. Nick Roush and Justin Kay will be right back, right here on the Big X Sports Radio. Welcome back for Hour 2 of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is. With Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro. Welcome back in. Hour number two of Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. I am Nick Roush. He is Justin Kalen, the Scooter Dingus. TJ Walker is a little sick. A little sick. I love telling the perfect attendance kid to stay home, too. Right. Because you know what eats at him. I, I love that his wife told him to jump, and he asked how high. Ooh! <laughs> 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 that was good. That was good. Gosh, that's hilarious. Suck it, TJ. But, hey, we hope we get to feeling better. That's right. Soon. And we hope you're enjoying today's edition of KRC. You're probably not streaming us live because the stream's been down, but you can find us anywhere on podcasts, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, here, there, everywhere. Wherever you get your podcasts, you can find us there. You can also find us on the Thornton's text line. 502-414-1450 is how you get into the show. Send your texts in. We read them. We're going to read some of those. We also might just say, Screw it and do Survivor talk on this podcast instead of Patreon, huh? I don't, huh? I don't know how I feel about that, simply because there were a couple moments in last night's episode that I really want to cuss about. Oh, uh-huh. interesting. That's a quite the teaser. <laughs> quite the teaser. Well, we'll see how our number two goes um, and go from there. Okay. Play by ear. We got a lot of text to get to first. We do, we do. Uh, one texter says that, TJ, I pretend to be a doctor sometimes when my kids get boo-boos. Take it from me. 10,000 milligrams of vitamin C a day, lots of water, power aid, plenty of rest, and a positive attitude. That's the key to getting past your illness. If that's not helping, 
hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin and whatever that word is. Trump says that should do the trick. Uh, Also, ten thousand milligrams is too much. You should do three. three, Seems like too much. Three thousand. Ten thousand could give you kidney stones. So you know something to keep an eye on. Trevor dealt with it, so it can't be that bad. Oh, man, I bet Trevor was a big baby about it. <laughs> they kept, did you hear him on the Rutherford show? They were having a kidney stone watch. <laughs> <laughs> Mike kept hoping it would come out on the air. <laughs> oh, man. You were talking about great radio. I know, like, some other places they would do, like, the live colonoscopy on air. <laughs> live kidney stone on air. That would be a whole. He was saying he hopes it just drops out, hits the table, and you hear, like, the tick, tick. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, mask talk here. Take these dumbass mask mandates and get them the hell out of here. So sick of the rules uh, for their, but not for me, crap. Uh, Emmys held indoors with none of the celebrities wearing them, but the folks waiting on said celebrities get that privilege taken away. Hate to get overly political, but it's horse crap. Every SEC state has had less COVID cases since college football started, and no stadium makes their fans wear them. I literally won't go to a basketball game because of idiocy. That just sounds unnecessary. I'm way too bothered by the issue, I know, but I got vaxxed because they said we would lose the face diapers, and now all of a sudden, it doesn't matter anymore. It's true. Yeah. Well, I don't know what to say. Get your vaccine, kids. Yeah. Do that. (laughs) I I wear it because I have to. It's the rules, and I'm not going to miss something because they're making me wear a mask. It's not that big of a deal. I ended up... I was... Got pretty... Hit pretty hard at the bar last night. I was over it at like 6 30 i wore that thing as a chin diaper all day like four hours i was like i'm not wearing my mask i don't know why i just didn't take it off and throw it in the trash because i had no intention of wearing it so you have to wear it during work though normally yeah. mm-hmm. hmm. but i was over it last night yeah and i mean and that's the thing with all of these uh like people don't you don't have mass police there for the most part so yeah remember when covid first deal. started and everyone was a mask police and you expected businesses to say something to you, and it's like, I don't... I remember when I, when we this all first started, and they were like, all right, make sure everyone's wearing their mask. I'm not a freaking mask police. I'm, I'm not getting paid by the CDC to make sure everyone's wearing their mask. I'm, I'm just not doing that. Yeah, the, the thing that's really uh, bothered me about all of this talk is that it really takes the humanity out of it all. Mm-hmm. Because... On Tuesday, Jim Matney became the second state championship winning head football coach in the state of Kentucky to lose his life due to complications from COVID-19. The Johnson Central head coach had been coaching in eastern Kentucky since 1984. Started at Sheldon Clark, which is now Martin County High School. Was there for 20 years or so. Then he went to Johnson Central. I didn't realize this, too. Johnson Central was uh, a joke of a program. They were the laughing stock. Now they're a powerhouse, huh? Yeah. I mean... Five straight state championship games they went to. Uh, two state titles in 16 and 19. Offensive lineman, offensive tackle on their team. Now Grant Bingham, he's going to be a, a Wildcat next year. He's a four-star recruit. It's a heck of a program out in Paintsville. Matt, he passed away. He, uh, due to COVID complications, apparently he had, he had a stroke mm. on the way to the hospital while he was struggling to breathe. I mean, just Jeez. horribly sad stuff. And... What really hit me is when all of this pandemic happened, the first month is just a lot of just 
gut punches because mm-hmm. you're trying to just consume it all. But eventually, in order to get back to some sort of normal way of life, you've got to find a way to take out that emotion and like kind of compartmentalize it and like, all right, I'm going to do what they're telling me to do. I'm going to try to be safe and I'm just going to go about my daily life. But then you have instances where Ty Scroggins passes away and you see the community mourn. I mean, entire communities. Because the thing about these high school football coaches, it's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of kids. It's few people impact, especially in a place like Paintsville, where Matt and he coached, where if he's there 20 years, how many people that live there were coached by him? Yeah. The per- I mean, it's just, it's going to be an extraordinary percentage. So it, the way they honored him, was Johnson Central asked football stadiums around the state to turn on their lights at 7.30 Tuesday night and to see those pictures. That's cool. Yeah, it happened Man. Happened not too long ago. A uh, uh, well-known coach in Indy passed away from COVID. I think it was Lawrence Central's coach, but it was the same thing, all the high schools. Yeah, and those, those are always neat to see. That, And it, it's a good reminder that even when – the world is the way it is. We can still come together for a common cause. It's kind of. <laughs> and that, that's the part that just annoys me about any of the, like, bitching and moaning about rules. Mm-hmm. Like, I just, I don't care enough. Like, this sucks. Our lives have been changed forever by this. Mm-hmm. It's, it, we're never going to be the same. And yet we're still, like, just arguing over dumb stuff. And it, that that's the part that, that kills me in all of this. Um, like it just it, it it can be very frustrating that we can politicize vac like like the NBA media did the other day. I, I I don't give a damn about any of their vaccine reasoning or whatever the hell it is. Just take the damn thing. If you're not going to, then don't talk about it. Yeah. Like it just it's stuff. It just, just drives me nuts. I don't want to hear about it. Okay, we've had enough people die. We've got enough people in the ICUs that didn't get vaccinated that I just don't need to hear about it. Just get your shots, people. Try your best not to get sick. I hope you don't get sick because this sucks. And I'm tired. I, I hate I hate talking about it. I hate the death. I hate the loss of life. It sucks really bad. And getting if I have to wear a mask to watch a basketball game, then I, by God, I'll do it because I don't really care that much. It, it's inconsequential to wear a mask for two hours compared to being dead. All right. I know that's not mutually exclusive, but like I, I, I don't, I don't like, I don't like knowing and hearing and seeing the alternatives. As beautiful as that gesture was, I hate it. I hate seeing. Like I don't, I don't, I don't want. I don't want to see a million white little flags or however many for all the deaths of COVID nineteen. I just don't. I don't. I want us. We're never going to get back to normal. I want us to move past it. And the less time we spend bitching and moaning at each other over mask rules, the better. And at the end of the day, we're 19 months into this thing. Two hours of wearing a mask should not be the end of the world. Yeah. And I know some people are people of principle, like TJ's one of those who's just going to, like, he, he's he's a stubborn ass. And he's going to be a stubborn ass. There's a lot of people like that. I ain't going to change your mind, but I'm certainly not... I'm not at the point where I'm going to make a mountain out of a molehill. And I think that's exactly what's happening if you can't do it for two hours at a basketball game. You're making a mountain out of a molehill. It's unnecessary. So uh, moving on, didn't mean to get political there, but the matinee stuff really did hit me hard. I about walked out. Um, 
<laughs> just prayers to that community, man. I, and you can't stuff. It's really tough, and I, I just I'm glad that the state did really stand together, um, because I know it's going to mean a lot to not only that community but his family. Uh, tough times, really, really tough times. Now, Texter says I need a Nick Saban to make me stay up for five more minutes. Yeah, you did say that. Mm-hmm. I needed to stay awake to watch the football game. Uh, Any way you can get a new host, Rash sucks. That's just mean. Man, they're really going to hate this show then. (laughs) Not tuning into this one. (laughs) Good morning, guys. Do you all even listen to each other? Poor Hoosier dingus. The sheriff is still the biggest doofus. Now, let's get this win, UK. Have a great show. UK Pez. Texter sends one in to Kentucky Roll Call. I have no issues with saying that Blankenbanker is a racist. <laughs> yeah, I just think that he doesn't like I, I just think he doesn't know how to rivalry. And he wanted to be the guy who you know, and that's like a lot of things in this country right now. You want to um you want to get your fame, your notoriety, and you don't really care how you do it. You think that there's a way to like, oh, well, this is the path I'll take and people will Love me and hate me for it. I'll get famous for it. Um, but you can look like an idiot doing that if you just apply it to all circumstances. Or there's a lot of people who just don't care. Yeah, I don't think he does. I'm, I'm good flying under the radar and not being known. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to be sharing my listed home on social media because I do not want any dinguses out there oh, messing I already, with it. I already shared it. Oh, God. <laughs> hey, you need a house, Justin? You want to move off your floor? No. You good? No, I'm good. Uh, can we rent? Can we work out a rent rent deal? You'd rather rent than own? Yeah, owning's just too much responsibility. <laughs> Things yeah, break you and get, you gotta fix it. You get equity though. I'd rather I'd rather call think somebody. about it. Oh, I'll think about it. Everyone in my life's a homeowner except for me. We'll say that is the tough part, is that uh like, if you decided to own, like, a year or two ago, it would be perfect because mm-hmm. you just make a ton of money on your house. But yeah. now... They're up there. Prices. Yeah. I'll have to wait till the next down, downturn. You'll have to wait till the economy crashes. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Texture on the Thornton's text on 502-414-1450 says, TJ, I can totally relate to the allergies and having that red, uncomfortable nose. The amount of tissues I used in grade school slash high school was absolutely bonkers. Surprised you didn't use Kleenexes and just freelanced it with a runny nose. That sounds miserable, but I give you hella props. Finally, do yourself a favor and get Claritin D. I absolutely promise it will work for you. There's a reason you can only get it behind the pharmacy. Well, that's if you're stopped up. But uh, yeah, you got to get the... The good decongestions if you're if you're stopped up from behind the counter. The other stuff don't cut it. Did you ever have to do the thing where you were just sick and tired of blowing your nose, so you just took tissues and just stuffed them up there and breathed out of your mouth? Certainly have <laughs> at some point. Um, there, was, there was also, ju- like I, I know we've had this conversation previously on the show, but for some of our new listeners maybe who are coming around in football season, Justin loves sneezing. I do. Yeah. He, I, it's, it's a weird thing, but he loves I sneezing. Do. And I do it. At least 25 times a day. I sneeze over 10,000 times a year for what it's worth. Fun fact. So we had a kid in, that I went to, grew up with going to grade school who he would sneeze in bunches. And I don't know uh, how often 
he would stretch it out, like, but like, because he had a very normal sneeze. It wasn't like a, a two, you know. Like I'm a I'm a very bloviating sneezer. But he would just give the. That's me, yeah. And he did it. I think we counted fifty six times in, in a, a row. row. Yeah. And I you and you you believe you didn't think he was faking it because the nose wrinkle where your eyes shut. Yeah. Right beforehand. They say it's impossible to keep your eyes open during a sneeze. Oh yeah, and if you try, it hurts. I'll have to try. It feels it feels like your lungs are. God, my nice. my record for sneezes in a row is sixteen. So he shattered mine. Yeah. Wow. Man, get that kid some Claritin D. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, this is a great text in Thornton's text line. Brendan Bates could be a lost Hemsworth brother. That dude is a Norse god. <laughs> <laughs> he really does kind of got some Hemsworth vibes about him. I can see it. Yeah. He uh he had a pretty funny like. You know, I, they call it viral. I don't know how viral it was, but uh, it was a viral TikTok where, you no, know, I was not on TikTok, TJ. This got sent to me by Zach Gagan, who's my our KSR's resident young person right now. So we've got to hire new young people every once in a while, keep us the loop on things. And uh, his family went to stay on vacation, and they had one room with, like, a super-duper tiny bed. It was even smaller than a twin. It's basically scooter dingus-sized. And he went to lay in it, and it looked like uh, it looked like Will Ferrell elf kind of stuff. It was very, <laughs> it was very funny. So I don't know how you'd look up the Brendan Bates TikTok, but it's very funny stuff. Speaking of TikTok, is there? I'm kind of like you, where I'm I'm trying to avoid the whole thing. Is there anything worse than when someone sends you a TikTok? No, no, and no. you're like, damn it! I'm trying to avoid this. You all stop sending so, it to me. I actually like when people send me a TikTok, okay, because then I know I'm only going to get the good ones. That's true. So what I didn't know that TJ did to us when we did the berries and cream commercial, apparently that's a thing on TikTok. <laughs> like, like people are using that audio in their videos, and that would annoy the hell out of me. Now. Seeing Why would that come back around? <laughs> seeing the berries and cream one-off, that's I, I'm perfectly fine with that. But it would annoy me if I'm just scrolling and I see the oh, <laughs> all the time, you know. And and also the thing too with all the girls who think they're the hottest thing since sliced bread, the edits of you changing outfits, like I don't I don't care. Like where they jump and they're wearing something different. Yeah, yeah. like that was cool once, but I don't I don't care anymore now. It would be really funny if you were like a if you did that and then it was like a fat guy. That would be funny. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh, they transformed. Like that's that's funny. But I don't I'm 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 over all that stuff. I don't I don't need that. Same. Don't need it. Do need another text or two into the Thornton's text line. Five zero two four one four. 1450. Doofus got ratioed real hard today. Suck it, Doofus. Blankenspaker wanted to ruin this family's lives to bring down UK football. Hashtag perspective. That's a nice little callback, KRC, but I, I believe they also shared the picture of Jatah McLean hugging his family. And like, you know, once again, real life versus football. Completely different. That dude, what a doofus. Any update on Donut? Well, um, they got to eat in this morning. I was about to say, it's gone in my yeah, belly. In the belly. <laughs> um, but yeah, no update on Michael Drennan. I don't... 
how many times in uh, you weren't I don't think following along that closely during the Lynn Bowden early years. Not Bowden Ball in nineteen, but like twenty seventeen when he first got on campus. Mm-hmm. He was he was tweeting out the ambiguous stuff. The like, I think I'm going to quit and leave the team. Like twice a week, two or three times a week. A one-off by Donut, I'm not going to make a big deal out of. And, I mean, it's not the situation of the kid at Ohio State. Did you see that? Where he just quit and walked <laughs> off the field. What a, what a clown. I was telling my, my roommate and I were talking about that, and he was just like, all right, I cared. I, was, I looked at him, I was like, I'll take him. I mean, if he wants to come to Indiana, I'll take I just, him. That's so short-sighted, man. Be an adult. Yeah. We're just going to quit in the middle of the game. Yeah. Because here's the thing. You can quit the team and nobody knows, but you quit in the middle of the game, everybody on SportsCenter knows. Absolutely. Including former employers who are going to not trust you because you're going to quit or in the middle of your job. Employers. Oh, yeah, future. But also yeah. future, future schools that you want to transfer to. Now, I think most teams just don't care if they'll take you. But, like, if you're going to be a big enough head case to just quit in the middle of the game, like, ugh. <laughs> I remember my uh, very first Steelers game I went to in Pittsburgh – they were playing the Bengals back when T.O. was on the team. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember exactly how it played out, but T.O., I remember specifically, was being such a freaking baby that day. He didn't come out of the locker room from halftime until after the half started. He barely warmed up on the field. Just like, you're, y'all are playing a sport. Have fun. <laughs> Enjoy it. Like, why do we got to quit? Ah, oh, T.O., what a gem. So immature. I was going through uh... – you know, when moving my stuff, I see all my my old stuff, my old cards, my old football cards. I got a T.O. rookie. Nice. Pretty nice one. That was one of my, my better ones. Get a I'm, signature would be worth something. I've got a Kobe rookie, mm. but, like, you know, it's all – like, th- th- that card was gotten before I cared, took care of anything, so it's all scratched to hell. It oh, man. It, it doesn't – it's not worth anything, but, like, it's still cool to have. You know? I need to go back and look at all my cards. I got them all in, like, those plastic – Leaves. Yeah, yeah, that's how so, most of mine are. They're all really well uh, taken care of. I probably got some good ones. Well, it was also cool too. I actually got this from a family friend uh, when their dad passed away, and it's. Uh, did Indiana have any of the? I, I know people out there listening to this, but they they had these Kentucky Legend cards, is what they call, it. and it was just basketball cards of all like great old UK players. Mm-hmm. They're probably made in like the eighties or so. Maybe some of them are in the early nineties. I know that I personally had some of like Wayne Turner and some other 90s basketball players, but the ones that I got recently are much, much older. <laughs> and it, it's a it's a fun bag to sift through to see all those old cards. Yeah, I don't recall anything like that for Indiana, although we don't have the basketball history that Kentucky does. I mean, you had a pretty good run there for a while, though. <laughs> back when... In like the 70s and 80s? Back when my dad wasn't even born. I, uh... I will say I don't understand the the monetizing trading card for not like I trading cards are kind of like they're fun to collect look at but like what a, it's fun to say you've got a card that's worth a lot but like to actually want to make money off of it I, that that part I don't get have you ever seen a douchey Darren Rovell? Reveal his packs of cards. He like opens them on a live stream. So lame. So I I even understand like being a person who enjoys watching the unpack. I forget the exact unpacking or something of those cards. What I 
I just don't get like what really makes Rovell weird is his. I have this mint condition ticket or this <laughs> mint condition check from 1979 Super Bowl. Yeah, he had one yesterday of uh, the Olympics where Flojo set the 200 world record. Who cares about your ticket? I, I hate that I enjoy his Twitter so much. Because <laughs> it's kind of fun to hate. It is, yeah. And he does post interesting stuff. Yeah, and, and you know, I kind of go back and forth on whether I want to like or hate him because um, he can be such a he, – he's a guy that plays his shtick to the extreme and needs to just chill out sometimes and be a normal human. But whenever I met him at the Music City Bowl, he was about as nice and as normal a guy as oh, okay. could be. So. Cool. That's good to hear. Definitely a nerd, but I, like normal. I was gonna say the only time I seems like I would like him is if we were racing a forty, because I would win. Hey, <laughs> man, that video of him playing basketball never gets old. <laughs> never him doing anything athletic. Never <laughs> gets old. Texas says, "Rash, you can suck it with that Dekel tweet." Well, hey, guess what? I may have been wrong on Tuesday, but I actually might have been right. Because here's the thing, Justin. I thought I messed up, and then when I messaged UK, they said he did not practice. But then he practiced yesterday. So, hey, maybe I was right all along. There you go. Either way, I don't anticipate him making any sort of impact in the next week or two, or maybe even three. Might not do anything until after that bye week. But, hey, half season better than no season at all. Sure. And also – you might want to save him for just four games. That's something to think about. There you go. The red shirt rule. Mm-hmm. He doesn't get the blanket COVID rule. He's new, remember? So probably be wise just to save him for the final four games and, and red shirt him. And uh, it would probably be wise for us to take a break. Uh, it would also be wise for you to sign up for the Chariot Run upcoming golf tournaments. They've got a couple of them. I don't have the information at my fingertips because TJ keeps that on him. But I will tell you that Chariot Run is a fantastic golf course. I will be playing there tomorrow. It's going to be exhilarating. No, no tee time for me, huh? Yeah, you know they booked it up already. That's all right. Good yeah. thing I'm playing today. Playing yeah. with Keith, so that'll be fun. Yeah, tell Keith to suck it for me. Okay. Keith uh, wanted me to tell TJ that he's scared to play him since his lessons at Bobby Cook. <laughs> but yeah. Call Chariot Run, sign up for those tournaments, have a good old time, and don't go anywhere because we're going to be right back with more Kentucky Roll Call right after this. Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call. Say, man, you got a joint? Uh, no, not on me, man. It'd be a lot cooler if you did. (laughs) Welcome back, Kentucky Roll Call. The Big X Sports Radio. September 30th, Nick Rash, Justin Kalen. How are we today? Good? Wipe your eyes all eye. Right on cue, you sneeze like seven times during the break. (laughs) It's perfect. Just the start of the day. Absolutely. Just the tip of the mountain. Oh, just the tip. (laughs) Uh, Big recruiting this weekend, obviously, for 
Kentucky. A lot of visitors coming into town. A lot of commitments. I mentioned Bingham earlier. He's going to be there. The Wade Twins. Uh, Keontae Go and Alex Afari, who he picked up an offer from Louisville this week. So they decided to offer him a scholarship three months after he commits to Kentucky. <laughs> Interesting strategy. Maybe he'll switch. Ooh. <laughs> uh, really like this guy. Rodney Johnson is visiting. Great name. I mean, talk about a double entendre. It's like a double, double entendre. Speaking of recruiting and Louisville being able to offer a kid that's already committed, I hate that for what it's worth. So it is. And I know. I just it's so frustrating to me. And it not only does it go on at the college level, but it goes on in the high school ranks as well. I mean, you got a kid that says he's gonna go somewhere, gets poached by somewhere, and another school will poach him. It's I hate it. Yeah, well, she's gotta deal with it. It's actually gonna be a, end up being a bigger recruiting weekend for the class of twenty twenty three. The junior class. So, uh, like, there's a four star lineman from Chattanooga, Bryson Sanders. He's a big deal. There's two kids from around here. And I don't know. I, I know Carter only played the first game. Micah Carter from St. X and William Spencer from Mail. And I know Mail, he, uh, he had a shoulder injury. I don't know if he's come back or not. Um, but he's expected to be there. Dakota Patterson from Corbin. That dude's a hoss cat. Uh, there's another kid that they recruited quite a bit at a camp we attended this summer, Ethan Crisp, an outside linebacker from Tennessee. There's a lot of really good kids there. So just just a few names to keep an eye on. Zach Gagan's got a as close to a complete list as you will find up over at KentuckySportsRadio.com. Uh, but hard, yeah, a, a big another big recruiting weekend for the guys. Hard to believe we're already recruiting 23 kids. Sheesh. Where is my life going? Yeah. Yeah, it's uh it's only hard to believe with the the one that's crazy is the twenty five. Oh, we're recruiting twenty five too? Yeah. Freshman. Yeah. That well that was a, a story yesterday. There's two high school girls hoops players in the state of Kentucky in the class of twenty twenty five. So they just became freshmen that are among the top fifty players in America in their class. Which is, like, it's crazy to say that out loud. How do you really know that? But it's usually because they've been balling varsity level for a little while. But um, I think one is from Bardstown and one might be going to Sacred Heart. Can they, can girls in this state play in seventh grade or eighth grade? I mean, yeah, yeah, okay. they can. And I know they, they try to make rules where you had to go to that school you played at, but they, they, they found their way around. That was a big thing when I was living in Florida. A bunch of eighth graders playing varsity. Yeah. At like private schools and stuff. Yeah, I um, I know that's still the case. So, oh, and Caden Morden, Mormon just tweeted out that he's going to be at the UK-Florida game this week. He's a junior running back at Franklin County. Kind of a big deal. Must be a KRC fan. Didn't want his name left out. He's listening live. Yeah, yeah. Also, though, from Frankfurt. So, can't be that big of a KRC fan, that's right? That's true. I don't know if we're we're drawing a big audience from Frankfurt. I don't know. The way we've been talking. I don't know about that. Well, without the stream, I don't know that we're getting anybody from Frankfurt. <laughs> oh man, maybe well, on podcast. Let's let's get back to this Thornton's text line. We don't want to leave anybody hanging. Five zero two four one four fourteen fifty is how you get in on the show, and I think we have at least made it to today. Um, one texture says, "I don't." 
identify opposing coaches by name anymore. Identify them by the 50-cent visors they wear. And I can say with all certainty that the current Florida coach is not Steve Spurrier. <laughs> I don't really know how, if they're meaning 50-cent as in the rapper. That's what I've read it as. Or... Because he would do the visor thing, right? He would wear them like upside down and sideways. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they could have been just talking about the quality of the visor. You ever a visor guy? Uh, not really. Although in the summertime, especially when I'm golfing, I don't wear hats because I want my hair to get more blonde. Is my reasoning why I don't wear hats. Yeah. And then somebody put it to me this yeah, summer. They were the like, visor. you should get a visor. Yeah, because then like, the hair gets genius. it, and yeah. then your face doesn't get sunburned. Because yeah. your face does get red. Oh, yeah. On the golf course. Yeah. Uh, so I might need to look into that. I only briefly, I had a visor year or so because uh, one of the guys, he actually was a GA on the, the football team at the time, a friend of mine who coaches at Houston now. He's a quarterback's coach there. Okay. We were on spring break, and he gave me his visor, and it became my lucky visor for UK's run during the 2014 to the championship game that year. So I I had a nice little run uh, with a visor, but now there's no point in wearing a visor for me. For obvious reasons. Yeah. No hair. Yeah, we get that. Oh, TC from Lexington here. Did you did my part calling him out on Twitter and the sensitive Sally Sheriff blocked me? Oh sensitive no, Sally. <laughs> like sensitive Sherry too. I think that would roll off the tongue. Yeah. Well. Well, not with Sheriff following it. Sensitive Sherry Sheriff. That's tough. It's tough. I love the Woody uh, from Toy Story gifts sent to him. Those are good. Morning, fellas. Can't wait for the game Saturday. My first game in the Krogue since Bud Dupree's pick six game against South Carolina. Well, Texer, I hope you're bringing some more of that good luck. We could use some of that good mojo. One point I was thinking about is Florida's ability to deal with a crowd. Wouldn't this be Jones slash a lot of Florida st- starters' first game with a real road environment? Let's get rowdy Saturday. You're exactly right. They played South Florida this year, but, I mean, come on. That's... It was a home game, essentially. They just went to Tampa for a game. So, yeah, you're exactly right. They have not done the they've not done the true road environment yet, and uh, play a significant role. Could play a significant role. Oh, it's if anything, if Kentucky wins the game, it's because of the crowd. Yeah, and hundred percent. Man, just seeing some videos. I somebody sent me a. A video of Todd Grantham after they kicked a field goal to go up in the last game. That crowd was pretty awesome last time. So there's been many times in the Stoops era where you've had this big crescendo, this big buildup, and then it just falls flat because they haven't. I mean, they've they've won some big, some good games at Kroger Field, but they haven't really won the big one. I guess the closest thing to it would be maybe Tennessee in 2017 or Mississippi State in 2018. Now, they're still winning those big kind of middle-of-the-road games against Missouri, Tennessee, et cetera, et cetera. But they haven't had the big one against a team like Florida yet. So, uh, And that was another thing Bates talked about. He's like, we, we also kind of want to give this win to our fans. They've earned it. Yeah. <laughs> we. Big Blue Nation's been through a lot, so hopefully they get the big payout 
come Saturday. Uh, Texter says, so did Roush not use Terry? No idea what they're talking yeah, about. Yeah, I, I guess you were maybe talking about cleaning something yesterday. Uh, uh, appraising. So here's the thing, too. Oh, yeah, for you didn't use them for your appraisal, yeah. Well, and, and that's – I don't order – like, I, I, if I did, if I could, I would have. Like you, But you are in charge of getting the inspection. The bank is in charge of getting the appraiser. So, sorry, TJ, you can suck it. Also, man, appraisals, home inspections, a little pricey. Guarantee it. I mean, for both, it's like a thousand bucks for both of them. Guarantee like combined, it. you know. Yeah, it's a lot, a lot of money. Not cheap to move, but hey, it'll be worth it. Texter says, in an Illinois Thornton's, I can buy liquor and use historical racing machines. Uh, wait, no, those are just slots in video poker. Since I'm blocking, someone give a big suck it to Damon Thayer for me. <laughs> Man, Thornton's, they're great everywhere, especially in the state of Illinois. Did you know they use, and you're not going to get this reference, but Stanley from The Office is, uh, he advertises, or he promotes Illinois lottery stuff. So like you're like going to gas stations, and yeah, that Stanley Hudson, the guy who plays him, is like, Illinois lottery, play it today. And like <laughs> he's like smiling real big, holding like fistfuls of cash at your local Thornton's. <laughs> so. <sighs> okay, I was thinking of... Uh... I guess it was Dwight. Yeah, a little bit different. Family's even funnier. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, one texter on the Thornton text line says, McLean will hit a wheel route for at least 25 yards. Calling it now. Hey, old. I like you take that. that. I like that. Yeah. Shoot your shot, man. Really stick it to those people who are trying to bring them down. Uh, another texter says, LL Roush now trying to undersell Crowdis right after blowing his you-know-what last night. Good try there, bud. <laughs> yeah, that, but I, I ultimately think they're just going to save him for the Final Four. Just makes sense. Just makes sense. And also, how much can you expect from people outside of Wandale? Temper those expectations, pal. John here. Good morning, buddies. Morning. Hey, TJ, I got some T's and P's coming your way. I hope you get to feeling better soon. Hey, guys. Who do you have in the game between Cincinnati at home against Jacksonville? Or are you guys staying away? So, I'm a... I'm not as bad as Locke. I'm, I'm at least a $10 better. So, you know, I can I can let $10 ride on one of these teams, and it's probably going to be the, the Bungles. Man, that they climbed up three points. That was – they'd be a line I would have loved to have gotten on Monday, four and a half. Seven and a half stinks. Bet it down to four and a half. It's a stinky line. I might get it down to six and six a half. Six and a half, yeah. yeah. There yeah. you go. Just to, I'm, John, for what it's worth, I'm staying away. I, I don't know – I don't have a feeling for this game one way or the other in terms of the spread, over, under. I have no idea. I know the Bengals are going to win because the, Bengals the Jags offense suck. Is, may, I might, I might, if I bet the line down, I can parlay that too, right? I yeah. might do that with over. Yeah, but you got to do the, you got to make sure you hit the same game parlay button, or got they you. won't let you. Got you, got yeah. you. But um, yeah, because at forty six. That still might be asking for a lot. Jags won't put up 10. 17 at the most. If they did, it, that's a 31 17 game. Yeah. Is over. Trevor Lawrence has not been good. No, no. I mean, how many points did they score last week and they had a 110 yard kick six? Yeah. Yeah, it's just. 
But who knows? Maybe this is the game he starts putting it together. And this might be the day that we take one more break. Let's do it. How about it, Justin? Let's do it. Making your day. We're going to get one final break. All of our breaks in. Yeah, wrap up the Thornton's text line when we return. And then a little Survivor Patreon. What? Yeah. Going to be exciting. Ah, play that funky tune. Get it? There is a darkness inside of me. It wants to get out, wants to walk around. It wants some walking around money, and it wants to buy some shoes, and it wants to it wants to walk up with the people and say, hey, Gator, don't play no Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call. You, you feel me? Gator, never been about that. And we don't mess around with no stinking dirty gators here on Kentucky Roll Call. Nick Rouse, Justin Kalen, two days away Roll call. from the showdown at Kroger Field. Seven or six o'clock kickoff Saturday night. It's going to be electric. Can't wait to see you there for the big game against a top 10 opponent. We're going to talk about it a ton tomorrow with the home field picks of the week. Suck it, PTs. You're yeah. out of here. See you. Adam Luckett's coming in. Uh, should have TJ Walker on the line as well. Should be a great show tomorrow. Don't let, miss it. We're also going to do a little Survivor Patreon. But as for now, we've got to wrap up the Thornton's text line. Texter says, Lexington police showed up the night of the incident. Basically said, move it along, folks. Nothing to see here. UK investigated their student athletes and fraternity and basically said, move it along, folks. Nothing to see here. The case went to a grand jury who came up with the same conclusion as LPD and UK. These six players missed four games of a 12-game schedule. Their livelihood has been affected by this whole situation. Special Officer Doofy, as a member of the media, is still claiming to have seen videos and evidence the general public hasn't. That prove the players are guilty. He is publicly convicting them for something three very different groups have already cleared them of. That dude is towing the line of slander and should probably just let it go. Yeah, but he's an idiot. So, you know. Try to pay as little attention to him as possible. Let it go. Yeah. He obviously craves that attention. He's desperate for it. And he's not good at it either. He's not. Not good at poking the bear. Mike Rutherford on the Mike Rutherford show, 3-6. He's good at poking the bear. Yeah. This guy, though, he can suck it. Calling it now. Crowd is over the top for six. Suck it, Dan Mullen. Wow. Oh, they're feeling confident. The problem with Big Blue Madness is social media has completely taken away from the suspense of the players. We see all these videos, Instagram pages, interviews, etc. So our hunger to see the new up-and-coming guys isn't high at all. Back in the day, if you made it to Big Blue Madness, it was the coolest thing in the world. I thought you brought up some good points on that yesterday. If A, they need to, because I felt like when I was listening to you all talk about it, I felt like I was listening to Indiana fans talk about Hoosier hysteria. Yeah. I mean, it's the same situation. A, they need to move it back to midnight. Yeah. B, they have got to scrimmage against each other again. Mm-hmm. That's the only way that you're going to get that excitement back. I mean, it's going to it now like you said, you're going to see the dunks. You're going to see them do dribbling drills. It's not a scrimmage. You don't know what the te- team's capable I mean, of. You're just, not. They just like 
throw up wobs to each other. Yeah. You're and just like, not you're not getting fun. a feel of what the team is. It's only fun for like a minute or yeah. two. I, uh, really, the thing that I enjoy most is watching UK's cheerleading team because they flip them all over the place, and it's wow. I, you know, <laughs> I just don't know when the opening to basketball season turned into let's be Harlem Globetrotters. Like, just stick to the basics. It's just coaches realizing that they don't need to do it, so they're like, we're not going to. Kiss method, if you will. Yeah. But I, it, it, it goes back to the old adage, if you're doing this to promote your sport, why don't you actually try to promote it, you know? Yeah. So I don't get it, but whatever. Hey, guys, the podcast isn't showing up on any services. Hope all is well. Well, we were out of power, so yeah. all was not well. It's embarrassing how many times TJ says the word embarrassing. <laughs> you know what else he says a lot that I noticed while re-listening to a show? Super. Really? Super all the time. Super duper. Yeah. Matt Jones said it wasn't even the prosecutor office who brought these charges. It was a single officer who brought these charges on the kids. Yeah, yeah. That's the... <laughs> yeah. Could the sheriff be liable for the fermentation with the nil? No idea what they're trying to say there. <laughs> Guys, your podcast recorded only the first hour yesterday. I was very disappointed not to hear Louisville, man. Well, it's because we lost power. Once again, yeah, we were out of power only but, the first hey, hour. <laughs> you, you, you aren't going to be left hanging for long. So That's right. Um, Actually, who, already probably pretty happy by the time they hear this. Hooters has a party room. That's right. Huh. Didn't know that. Not the one by my house. <laughs> My grandmother used to take me to that Hooter, the Hooters on Dixie Highway quite a bit. She liked sitting down on the deck. She always thought the girls were really nice. <laughs> 12-year-old Nick was very happy with that decision. <laughs> Nothing better to go into Hooters when you're a kid. With your grandmother. <laughs> she really liked the chicken. It's good chicken. <laughs> Catching up on the podcast and talking about San Diego falling apart, but let's not forget that the Reds talked all that bleep and fell so hard. Oh, so hard. Oh, yeah. Got to love it. Sincerely a Cardinals fan. Also, a great way to bet baseball is betting the first half results slash money on run lines. Turn eight dollars into eighty. That's a good point. Yeah, the first five innings. That's a, those are always fun. Just say he said first half results. I'm like, what are yeah. you talking about? There's They're, no they, halves. Yeah, like first five inning bets. Yeah, I I think my just overall thing on baseball, my general disgruntlement is never knowing how long it's. So like the one Reds game we did go to, it had some good pace to it. You know, you look up and it's inning six. You're like, oh, so like this isn't just like a long slog where, you know, there's a bunch of pitching changes and dudes throwing to first for no reason. Like, you said that was a Reds game? Yeah. Well, that's because there was probably no scoring. Yeah, there was no scoring. <laughs> it was like one to nothing. So <laughs> That's Reds baseball for you. Yep. Oh, one texter says maybe that exclusive tell-all interview with Michael Bennett. No idea what they're referring yeah, to. Yeah, I don't either. Uh, is online working? It's Kentucky Krogh. Oh, yeah, no, online, not working. <laughs> yeah, I sent this over just because it's a funny text. Yeah, I can't get, I'm in the hospital, can't get the website to play. I'll have my wife go down to the gift shop and buy a radio if I have to. <laughs> <laughs> so I responded back, let them know that we were having streaming issues, but the podcast would be up as soon as we get off the air, and this next text is a response. I understand cancer's kicking my ass, but needed you guys today. Hey, what can you do? Please come back soon. Scooter, you're my guy. I love you all, Kentucky Krogh. Thanks, Kentucky. Hey, Crow. you keep you keep punching back, Kentucky Crow. Keep punching back. Was that a Vince job? Was that a Vince drop or impersonation? <laughs> Why are we pretending like TJ is really sick? He was sleepy and decided to call on. 
Hey, got to get those last hours of sleep in. Can't blame them. Or when yeah. baby comes. Not not about to sleep soon. Thanks for reading, Louisville, man. I thought I'd miss it forever. What a hilariously sad, pathetic farce. Does this UofL sheriff have an actual name? Is he a radio personality on one of UofL's 1,500 stations? <laughs> Only some of the time. <laughs> Only some of the time. Which is funny because I really t- I tuned into that show to listen because like he's, he's on sometimes he's on that station on the afternoon sometimes it's the morning and I was hoping it would be that afternoon and instead it was a bunch of people I've never heard before really wanted to just hear people roasting him. Nick, what is your gut feeling on the Florida game? How much of a shot do they have? Yeah, and it, I hate saying this because it's such a cop out, but like I, I think Kentucky's good enough to win if they don't lose the turnover battle. But yeah. you know what have we seen as of late? A ton of turnovers. I only ran 16 plays in the second half against South Carolina because they kept putting the ball on the turf. You cannot, cannot keep doing that. They have got a 38.7% chance to win. Is that according to you? That's according to me. Not like FPI or anything? Nope, 38.7. Give me a quick second here because I want to see what... Um... It's probably pretty close. Well, while you look that up, I'll relay this text from, from TJ himself. Saying happy birthday, Ralph. Oh, thanks, Terry. Appreciate it, TJ. You're the man. So you're how about that? the man. Hope you're feeling better. Um, hey, we'll celebrate sometime. And when baby comes in, we'll uh we'll have some sleep deprived celebration. <laughs> Let's see here. Right now, SP Plus has Florida covering. Wow. 11.4 projected margin of victory with a 75% win probability. It actually wasn't too far yeah, off of your uh, not bad. I was giving, giving I'm giving Kentucky more of a chance. Yeah. 34-23 is their score prediction. There you I think have UK's it. defense is a little bit better than that, though. So, uh, that's why I don't know. 34 points, primarily running the ball. Emory Jones hasn't been that good at quarterback. I don't know. We'll give more predictions tomorrow. We'll have our home field picks of the week. A lot of Kentucky-Florida preview. We're going heavy. On that show, but we got to get out of here. We're gonna go talk a little Survivor. We're gonna do some blogging, and then hitting up old Churchill Downs. Last dollar beers of the season. So come to the paddock, celebrate my birthday with me. I'll buy you a beer. What? Yeah, spend one whole dollar on you. Scoots, come on out. I'm golfing at five at night. Oh, we're golfing at two thirty. Won't be done until seven. <sighs> Next time. Next year. <laughs> Y'all have a great Thursday. We'll see you for a Friday edition of KRC tomorrow morning on the Big X Sports Radio.